0: You're listening to Quest for Love, a podcast for smart, successful women who want to stop attracting the same kind of men over and over so they can finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hello, hello, ladies. How's it going today? This is the first ever episode of Quest for Love, and I'm so excited that you're joining me. If we've never met before, my name is Melissa Snow, obviously. I'm a certified love and life coach, an international speaker, and the author of the book, 10 Secrets to Having the Love That You Want. I am living my best life in most every sense of the word right now, but I want you to know that that was not always the case. My quest for love has been long, and you're going to hear more about it today and in future podcasts, but that quest is 100% the reason why I am able to do what I do today and why I'm so dang good at it. I've been where you are. I've dated narcissists and emotionally unavailable men and men who just weren't that nice to me. I've also dated some really wonderful guys who just had no business being in a relationship. I've had some really low lows and some really high highs, and I know what it takes to get to the place where you want to be. The place where you have the kind of relationship with the kind of man that is better than any you ever imagined. So today I wanna talk to you about the three things that you have to do before you can have the kind of relationship that you really want. But I want to start off by telling you a little story from my quest for love. So when I was about 13 and still wearing overalls with one strap, come on, you know how cool that was back in the day, I met a guy at an amusement park and he was super cute and funny and he had tattoos, but I was awkward and shy and had braces. (laughs) We shared nothing more than a funnel cake that day because he was six years older than me and obviously a million times cooler. Five years later, I ran into him again, but I moved away to college a few days later. I didn't see him again until just before my 21st birthday, and at that point, I'd just been dumped by someone who I was madly in love with for the last two years. I convinced myself that I was over my ex, even though I was completely heartbroken, and that this guy had come back into my life for a reason. So we finally kissed for the first time. I freaked out, ran out of his apartment like a weirdo, and sat sobbing in my car as I realized just how not over my ex I really was. Of course, this was a clear sign that I needed to stop trying to fill this void in my life with someone new and just take some time to heal and work on myself, right? (laughs) But no, I spent the next 10 years in a whirlwind of bad choices and broken relationships. Our paths crossed several more times over the next 10 years, but we were never actually available at the same time. At one point, I was engaged to someone else. At one point, he was married to someone else. Other times, we tried to make a real relationship work, but I just didn't know how. Eventually, my quest for love led me to my rock bottom. I lost my job, lost my friends, lost my money, lost my dignity. I even lost my job. And after that, I finally took the time that I needed to work on myself. I started to build a new identity and a new life for myself, which if you've been there, you know it's not easy. It seems like a lot of times we can't see that we are the only thing standing in the way of everything that we want. We have all these thoughts and beliefs that are so ingrained in us that we don't even realize that they're there. So for me, it was all about self-acceptance and self-love. I learned that all the things I always thought were wrong with me were actually the things that made me really special and unique and kind of amazing. I finally saw that I was worthy and I was valuable simply because I was me. I found that I was beautiful even if there was no man there to tell me that I was. And I finally believed that I was enough even if I was alone. Once I figured out who I was, found my own value, and learned what a healthy relationship was, I became this other version of myself who finally believed that I was actually worthy of love. And as fate would have it, I found Cool Guy on MySpace, yes, I'm that old, and we reconnected once more. Only this time, it was totally different. This time, it actually worked. Now, we've been together for almost nine years, and here's what I realized. It's kind of like when you were a little kid and you really wanted a puppy and you were convinced that you knew how to take care of it and that having a puppy was the only thing in this world that could make you happy, but your mom still said no. Because your mom knew that you didn't have the first clue about how to take care of a dog because you could barely even take care of yourself. Here's the thing, ladies. The love that you want and deserve will not happen for you just because you think that you're ready for it. It's not going to happen when you're really desperate for it. As long as you believe that Prince Charming is the thing that's going to make you finally feel happy and complete, he will continue to evade you. I know we've all heard it before. You have to love yourself first. Take time to work on yourself. Blah, blah, blah. But here's the mistake that most women make. They do this work with the end goal of getting the man. This is ineffective 99% of the time. So all those Facebook ads that you see about five words to use to make him want you, or this one phrase will have him running back to you, that stuff might create some temporary happiness, but it's not going to get you to the end goal. It's not going to help you create the kind of relationship that you really want. The kind of relationship where you laugh every day and he shares his deepest secrets with you and he actually listens when you talk about your hopes and dreams. The kind of relationship where you're accepted exactly as you are and you don't have to keep trying to do more to prove your worth to him. He actually just likes you for you. The kind of relationship where he's kind and respectful even when he's mad and you guys can grow together and communicate when things go wrong instead of one of you exploding or saying something you regret or ending your relationship. And the kind of relationship where you don't have to worry about excuses or lies or cheating and you're never criticized or made fun of or bullied or made to feel like you're not good enough. If a relationship like that is what you truly want, then this is what so many women miss. You ready for it? You can't do the work with the goal of getting the man. You have to do this work with the goal of becoming the woman who has that kind of relationship. All right, let me say it again, because I'm sure that's different than anything you've ever heard before. If a relationship like this is what you truly want, you can't do the work with the goal of getting the man. You have to do the work with the goal of becoming the woman who has that kind of relationship. And that's what the Quest for Love podcast is all about, helping you become her, because she has an amazing life and she is enjoying every day regardless of her relationship status. Okay, so all that's nice, but how do you actually become her? If you really want to have the love that you're dreaming of, there are three things that you must do first. Spoiler alert, wearing overalls with one strap is not one of them. All right. So number one, you have to figure out who you are and what you want. In her book, Five Regrets of the Dying, Bronnie Ware says that the number one most common regret among dying people is I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life other people expected of me. So what this means is stop trying to be who you think everyone else wants you to be and just be you. Sounds simple enough, right? But what if you don't know who that is? Because I didn't either. So you go out, you try new things, you meet new people, you have new experiences, but you have to do this from a place of curiosity and interest and fun and learning to fall in love with yourself. You can't do it from a place of pressure and like, I have to enjoy my life so I can get a man or I want my ex to see how much fun I'm having without him. That doesn't work. You can also journal if that's your thing, you can try new hobbies. You wanna just learn to be alone without being lonely, which I know is harder than it sounds. So just try living your life the way that you think you wanna live it, and if you decide that's not working for you, try living it a different way. Figure out who you really are and who you really wanna be. Let go of this idea that if you were just thinner or richer or had a better job or more friends, that then you would be happy. You can figure out what it takes for you to be happy right now, just as you are. Also, drop the baggage that you've been carrying around. Figure out how to heal your own wounds. Forgive yourself and other people. Make sure that you're moving forward in your life with a clean slate. And get really clear on what you want and what you don't want from a relationship. I always use this analogy with my clients. If you don't know where your destination is, but you get in the car and you just start driving anyway, you're probably going to get somewhere, right? (laughs) You might find a nice restaurant or a museum that looks fun, but those places are not your destination. They're just distractions along the way. And it's so much easier to get distracted when you don't actually know where you're going. This is one of the biggest reasons I see my clients wasting so much time and energy on the wrong guys. All right, number two, your heart must be genuinely full of self-worth and self-acceptance. So what does that actually mean? It means that you have to discover that even though you might want a man, you don't actually need one to be okay. You've got to learn that while having a relationship might complement your life, you don't actually need it to live. Your days of relying on someone else to make you feel pretty or important or valuable are over. You complete me won't sound nearly as romantic to you because you'll realize that you are already complete. You are already enough just as you are in this moment. Once you get to this point, you will stop trying so hard to find love because you'll stop seeing it as this magic wand that's suddenly going to make everything in your life so much better. You'll know that you and your life are already amazing, and if you decide to give someone the privilege of being a part of it, then good for them. And if you do this work, then when you do find the love you're looking for, you won't chase them away with all that needy, desperate, jealous, clingy energy that comes from having low self-value. And finally, number three, you've got to do the work needed to be capable of giving and receiving love in a healthy way. As I said before, I truly believe that the moment you stop searching for love and just focus on living your best life as your most healthy, happy, and authentic self, you're going to find the relationship that you're looking for. But you've got to know what to do with it when you find it. You've got to know what you're willing to negotiate on and what you're not. You've got to know what you expect from your partner and how to communicate that open and honestly. You have to know how to confront and have conflict and stand up for yourself without being a huge jerk. I know we've all heard it before that relationships are hard and they take work. I used to think that if you were in the right relationship, then it shouldn't be hard and it wouldn't be work this actually couldn't be further from the truth because it turns out that even the best relationships are made up of two human beings with two human brains. And human brains are complex creatures. Human brains can also be very convincing liars and very persuasive manipulators. So if you haven't done the work to learn how to manage your own brain, it's going to make your life and your relationship 10 times harder. I know I've been in your shoes and it's so easy to get sucked into this idea that once you have the relationship, then everything's going to be so much better. In fact, I just saw this interview the other day with a life coach who made over a million dollars in her business last year. And she was talking about how when she didn't have clients and she wasn't making money, she imagined that being at this place she's at now would be so amazing. She expected that when she didn't have this problem of trying to find clients or trying to make money, that everything would just be rainbows and daisies. But she said, it turns out that you still have all kinds of mind drama and emotions and challenges when you're making a million dollars. Because a human brain making zero dollars is also a human brain making millions of The same is true for a relationship. The same human brain that you have as a single woman or a dating woman or a woman in an it's complicated relationship is the same brain you're going to have in the kind of relationship that you want. It's not going to be any better when you have that relationship. You're not going to be so much happier or so much more complete. You're not suddenly going to know how to manage your mind and control your feelings and take the actions that get you the results that you want. So that's why we focus on becoming the woman who has that relationship, because becoming her is what's going to make you happier. Becoming her is what's going to make your life better, regardless of your relationship status. And you do that by focusing on the three things that we just talked about. Figuring out who you are, figuring out what you want, figuring out what you don't want, filling your heart with genuine self-worth and self-acceptance and doing the work on yourself in order to be capable of giving and receiving the kind of love that you want. And when you do these three things, I promise you will be so much happier and your life will be so much better with or without a man. So stick with me, sister. On Quest for Love, we're going to dive deeper into each of these three things, and I'm going to tell you exactly what to do to create each one in your life. And we're going to talk about tons of other topics as well. How to avoid toxic relationships, how to let go of the past, how to stop being so jealous, what to do when you spot a red flag, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So be sure to join me again next week. And until then, remember, the quest for love always starts with you. Thanks for listening to Quest for Love. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. For more information about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa, check out melissamsnow.com or questforlovepodcast.com. Until the next episode.